You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 100. And I say that with such sincerity, ladies, because I can't believe that we are at episode number 100. It's been, you know, through ups and downs and through challenges that I get this podcast out every single week and try to bring joy and some education into your life through my busy schedule, you know, being a grandma, being a caretaker to my mother, working and all the other things that life throws my way. But this has been such a fun journey for me. I started this because I just wanted another way to get creative and to be able to come and talk with y'all because that's what I love to do. I love to sit and have conversations with women, my patients, with anybody who wants to talk about women's health or just things in general. I love seeking out other women who are in health-related fields to bring on the podcast and like I said, you know, I just with, it's with joy and it's with just, you know, I'm patting myself right now on the back. You can't see it because this is, um, you know, our 100th episode. It's a milestone for us. And I wanted to run a little contest for this episode. I know it's a little after the fact, but here's the deal. So the contest is running from this Wednesday, October 14th through October 21st. And here's what you have to do. I need for you to go over and give us some love and give us a rating and review over on iTunes because the more ratings and reviews, the more this podcast gets bumped up and iTunes will show it in there. So what you need to do is between now, October 14th and October 21st, go and leave us a rating and review. It will have the date in there so I will know what date that you posted it. And I'm going to be picking two winners to receive a $25 Amazon gift card that I can send your way. So I will reach out to you. Um, well, I, I will actually announce it on the podcast on October. Let's see, maybe they're on the t- October 28th. I will announce the winner. I will use your handle to announce the winner from your review. So you'll have to go and know what your handle is because I'm not going to have your email. You're going then to have to direct message me on Instagram and leave me a message under the podcast graphic and let me know that that's your handle and that you're a winner. And I will send you in the email, your $25 gift certificate. So please, ladies, I really could use all of your help moving into this new year by all of you who listen to our podcast and who like it. Number one, please share it with, you know, as many girlfriends as you possibly can. When you're in the app, all you have to do is hit the share on the episode and send it to somebody through a text message and or ever, however you want to send it to them through an email and let them read, let them listen and ask them to subscribe. And if you could go over and you could rate and review our podcast, I would be ever so grateful. And here's the thing. If you already have left a rating and review, please go back and leave another one for us and kind of re-update it. It doesn't have to be a rating and review that is specifically about a specific episode. Please leave us a rating and review just about the podcast in general, what you think about it. You know, has it brought anything into your life? What have you learned from a global perspective? I would greatly appreciate it. So with that in mind, we are going to dive into this week's episode and it's all about autumn anxiety. And I want you to understand the difference between autumn anxiety and maybe something that you've heard called seasonal affective disorder or SAD. Because the month that we're in right now, October, besides it being breast cancer, it is also mental health awareness month. And the day that I'm recording this happens to be national mental health awareness day. 
So it's really important with that. So we're going to be shedding some light on that topic in a very simple, easy manner. So let's dive in, listen to the episode. And then afterwards, please, 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 please go over to iTunes, give us a rating and review. And like I said, I will be picking two lucky winners between the dates of October 14th and October 21st to win a $25. Um, Each one of those people will win a $25 Amazon gift card. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad. I'm a certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and now new proud Nana. And I'm on a global mission to disrupt the women's health education space by showing women how to be their healthiest self by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocate. I believe that true transformation only happens when we come together as a collective group of women who are like-minded, who are curious and want to learn about our health as it pertains to us being women. So how do we do that? We do it one healthy conversation at a time. So let's dive in. Well, hey there, well woman. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about a little bit about what we call autumn anxiety. And the reason that I chose this topic today was because besides October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it is also Mental Health Awareness Month. And the day that I'm recording this podcast, it actually happens to be National Mental Health Awareness Day. And I have to say that I used to be a psych nurse for a long time. I worked with adults. I worked in inpatient. I worked on a psychiatric pet team when I was younger, going around to different hospitals, doing 5150s. And it was an exciting time back then. But I have to be honest with you. In the world of mental in the world of mental illness, that is, a lot of things have not changed. You know, our perspective, our viewpoint of how we look at people who have mental illness hasn't really changed. And medications, even though we have a lot of them today, we really don't see a lot of medications that um, that really, you know, really address the problems without having a lot of side effects. And that is, I'll be honest with you, the number one reason that a lot of people who have mental disorders don't take their medications is because of the side effects. Some of them are pretty bad and they'd rather feel a little, you know, off balance than take medication that dumbs them down or actually causes them to feel totally horrible in their body. So we have a long way to go on both of these perspectives. But what I wanted to talk to you today about is anxiety. And, you know, we've addressed this before in the podcast and I've addressed it in the blogs and on, you know, in our newsletters, because 2020 has been a year like no other year. We'd have to agree with me, right? So if you're anywhere, just give me a high five or an amen to that one. It's been a year filled with um, pivoting. It's been a year filled with challenges. It's been a year filled with, um, you know, with all, all kinds of different things. We have an election coming up, as I've mentioned before. We've had um, racial upheaval. We've had so many things packed into such a short period of time that it's enough to drive anybody, you know, a little bit into the anxiety or panic mode, you know, and with fall coming up and the seasons changing, that normally brings up a lot of things for a lot of people. But, you know, that coupled with all of the stuff that's going on in the world, I really am hoping that, you know, we don't see a huge surge of depression and anxiety this coming, um, this fall and winter, because that's when it typically happens to go on the rise a little bit more. 
So, you know, anxiety, ladies, is a type of mental health disorder that affects millions of people, okay? And it doesn't spare race, sex, gender, or any of that kind of stuff. And it ranges from generalized anxiety disorder to panic disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder. We see that a lot today and much more so with our military people. Different people get anxiety for many different reasons, and they can get anxiety for those different reasons all year round. However, there is one type of anxiety that mental health professionals are seeing more often, which is known as anxiety that starts in the fall season. And there's a therapist, and she's from Wales, and her name is Jenny Scully, and she has named it Autumn Anxiety. And she named it this after seeing countless patients experience heightened anxiety symptoms between the end of summer and the beginning of fall. And it is very closely linked to seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, as I'm going to call it throughout the rest of this podcast. Though there is more anxiety associated with autumn anxiety, and it's less about depression, seasonal affective disorder tends to be more focused on depression. But I want to share with you you know, these two different things and how they're very similar in their perspective. Okay. While they are not the same thing, there are some similarities between sad and anxiety you experience in the fall. First of all, one of the main differences is that sad is usually more about depression in the fall, like I said, in winter seasons, as opposed to anxiety. However, there are some things that are that are similar, such as this, the time of year that these two things occur. While you can get sad at any time of year when the seasons change, it is much more common in the fall and winter when weather gets colder and there are less sunny days. The same is said for autumn anxiety, which is a type of anxiety that many people experience as summer turns into fall. Many symptoms between anxiety in the fall and depression you experience this season are similar. This might include feeling lethargic and being tired, isolating yourself, losing interest in your favorite activities, experiencing signs of panic attacks like a racing heart and tunnel vision, and changes in your mood like agitation or irritability. Both autumn anxiety and sad can affect your life and reduce your quality of life. Suddenly, ladies, summer's over and you no longer want to see your friends, you don't you spend more time indoors, and you have a hard time adjusting to the changes in your schedule. While this can be completely normal, you should still seek medical professional help if you feel that these symptoms are out of control or not proportional to the situation, okay? Because seeing a therapist, there's nothing wrong with it. And I encourage people, if you need to talk to somebody, please do so. Another type of person who might be prone to autumn anxiety is someone on the highly sensitive person's spectrum, as detailed by author Elaine Aaron. She's a PhD, and she believes that people who are extremely sensitive may take the sudden change of seasons, habits, and daily routines much harder than other people, which is why it leads to them experiencing worsened anxiety. So if you are a highly sensitive person who also has general anxiety disorder, it is really important that you're aware of this and that you prepare for the change of the seasons. And maybe you weren't aware of that before, you know, maybe you don't know if you're one of those highly sensitive people, you know, who just, you know, takes things very personal and just gets very involved in things. And when any change in your routine or your habits or the seasons, it can cause you to start feeling panicky. Okay. 
So what can you do about autumn anxiety? Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about that as well. Okay. So you can, number one, you can spend more times outdoors. Just like when people who have seasonal affective disorder or sad, like we were calling it in the fall and winter months, you need to get out as much and get as much light and natural sunshine as you can. For many people, anxiety is from the cold, darker days in the fall and winter seasons. If this sounds like you, then try to get as much sunlight as you can during the day and during the season, being outside more on days when it's sunny. If you live in cold climate with mostly rainy days, then it may be you know, harder for you to do this. And maybe you need to get some light therapy, a light therapy machine. And also ladies, make sure that you are taking a good vitamin D supplement, especially in the winter months when the seasons, when the light tends to be less than it was in the summer. You know, when summer starts, I'm um, turning into fall. This is a time when you should work on changing your daily routine. Okay. Because a fall routine should be different than our summer routine. You know, summer tends to be lighter, more breezy, but you know, right now routines have gone thrown up into the air, right? If you could see me, I'm throwing my hands up into the air with all the changes that we've had this year, going back and working from home. Now we're doing homeschooling as school starts again. People don't know whether they're going to go back to work. You know, people are still laid off. So having a daily routine can actually ease some of your anxiety. Okay. And it can also have you and make you more productive and it should be personalized to your own needs. One thing to consider adding to your routine that can help a lot with your anxiety is using a journal and or a planner. A daily planner is a good for reducing stress and anxiety related to falling behind on tasks and missing important events. While journaling is good for releasing all those fears and anxious thoughts you keep holding onto. It helps from getting it out from your heart and from your head and getting it on paper. Okay. Next, I want you to do some breathing. Breathing exercises are extremely and frequently recommended for different forms of anxiety and can help with fall anxiety as well. When you start noticing your anxiety getting worse, ladies, find a quiet place where you can just sit in peace for a few minutes and start breathing slowly in through your mouth and out your nose. Close your eyes. You know, I have an app on my phone and it just says practice meditation for two minutes. You know, I click on it and for two minutes I sit in my office or wherever I'm at and I just meditate in my own thoughts for just a few minutes. Okay. And some people like to use vis visualization during their breathing exercises while others like to count their breath. So experiment to see which breathing technique of breathing works best for you and start doing it. And lastly, um, one thing that you can do, I know that during the fall <laughs> and winter months, we tend to want to focus more on those warm and hot drinks. We tend to go to Starbucks more for all those, you know, pumpkin spice lattes and all that other kind of stuff. But I really want you to think about reducing your caffeine. Okay. Because caffeine can help increase anxiety. Okay. Cause it, it triggers you in your nervous systems to just be a little bit more anxiety and it can actually increase your risk for having panic attacks. So think about it when you go to Starbucks or your favorite coffee shop, or you're making them from home, just maybe look to more of the decaf versions and especially in the evening, you know, like I make a practice. I try not to drink a lot of caffeine after like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, because if I do, I have a very hard time sleeping. And when I don't sleep, it makes me feel more anxious because I'm thinking about it all night long and I get up the next day and I feel horrible because I know that I had a bad night's sleep. 
So things that you can do, try getting like a good night's sleep, cutting your caffeine, you know, taking a warm bath at nighttime and during the winter. I'm, I don't know about you, but one of my favorite things to do in the winter time, and I can't wait, is I love taking baths because I light my candles. I um, put my essential oils in my bath. I use a little Epsom salt. My husband um, built me this little light that sits above our bathtub in a little shelf. I bring my books or my magazine in there, and I just relax. And that's my way of winding down, especially on the cold days. So look for things in the in your fall routine that, you know, help you relax differently than how you did it in the summer. Okay. You necessarily can't go to the beach and hop in the water in the winter time. So maybe you change your routine and you go for a walk, you know, in the park or something where the leaves are changing and, and you see the different and you see different things. So think about changing up your routine. It doesn't have to be the same. And when it changes, it adds a spice of creativity to your life. So there you have it. You know, again, if you suffer from any type of, you know, mental illness, whether it be anxiety, whether it be depression, whether it be, I even include insomnia in there, you know, PTSD, bipolar, any of those type of things, none of those things define who you are, ladies. You are still the most beautiful person that you are. And those are just things that, you know, make you even more special but you do have to deal with them and you do have to learn how to cope and do different things in order to help yourself with that perspective of your life. So please reach out if you need help talking to a psychiatrist, a therapist, friends, a church member, you know, a religious member of your community, whatever your thing is, don't suffer in silence and don't suffer needlessly because there's plenty of things out there and there's plenty of health. So understand that. And, you know, if you have friends or family that suffer from a mental illness, you know, God bless you, you know, have space and grace for that person and understand that, you know, they're going through different things. And if they need help, try to give them resources, be that light in somebody else's life who might need it from you. Be that friend, that listening ear, if, if you need to be that as you'd want someone to be that for you. So I hope that you understand a little bit of the difference between seasonal affective disorder, SAD, and autumn anxiety. And if you want to hit me up and you want to know some natural things that you can do like essential oils or supplements that you can take for any type of anxiety, please DM me over on the gram. You can hit me up at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. Please subscribe to our channel, our YouTube channel at Well Woman Network you know, and we're all over the place giving out free information. And, you know, we're starting a membership up in January again. We tried to run it this last couple months, but it didn't go so well. So we're going to revamp it and retry in January. So I hope that you'll look forward to that as well. You know, but here's the thing, ladies. I just want to be that voice for you out there, letting you know, you know, why it's important for you to be your number one self-care advocate you know, in this changing healthcare climate, because nobody's going to care about your health as much as you do, or the lack of it for that matter as well. You know, providers are busy today. They don't have thousands of hours or even lots of minutes to devote to educating you and, you know, giving you the information that you need. You need to be able to speak up. If you're not getting what you need, you need to be able to speak up. If you have questions, but you see, when you understand your own body and your health and you know what's kind of going on, you're able to go out there even online, I say that hesitantly, and you're able to sift through garbage information and come up with 
some of the truth that you need to do so that when you go to your medical provider, you can sit down and have an intelligent conversation because you've done a little bit of research on this topic. You know, there's a lot of garbage out on Google and most of it is to scare people. And you have to be able to know what is fact from fiction and you have to know who to believe out there because everybody nowadays just, you know, takes it one nutrition course and, or this course or that course and they're hanging up their shingle on Monday and everybody says that they're an expert in X, Y, and Z, but you know, are they? So, you know, I hope that you look at me and at Well Woman Network as one of your trusted sources for information um, in your well-being, for your family's well-being, and to learn different things about your body. So I know you can listen to a lot of other podcasts, and I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening to this. And I'll see you next week, and may God richly bless your life. Until we talk again, bye for now. The information, including but not limited to, text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the main Well Woman Network website, in Well Woman Network blog post, on the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast, and any other Well Woman Network health educational resources are for educational purposes only. The purpose of Well Woman Network's educational resources is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to, to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard or read on any of our platforms.